Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit You go sit in the woods at 16 degrees. I've done it. I've done it. I've yeah, done well, it. you weren't doing it recently, so... I won't do it recently. <laughs> we're, we're, past, we're, past up, we're passing up deer that need to grow, and we're not taking doe. You have we're to. Yeah, you have most to. Most likely good. impregnated right now, and we're certainly not taking any youth. So, and yeah, you got that's the way to be At the end, we'll do what we need to do, but we won't take any little bucks or anything. We'll let those guys grow up. That's the best you know, way to roll anyway. Trying trying to let everybody live who can and like our neighbors. Good deal. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho. Hi, you guys. Uh, hi, hi. So today was the last day of hunting season? Yeah, yeah, for deer season, for gun season anyway. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I got so, so how you you've been going out pretty much every day? Uh, quite a bit, quite a bit. I've had work getting away a little bit. Had to come back from the farm because Piggy was very naughty with her. My brother who came to watch her for the weekend before the pig sitter came, and so we just decided <laughs> I'd stay home with her because she was just too naughty for words. <laughs> and I hunted we- here from the house. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you're out in the woods anyway, right? Absolutely. Oh, I got some great videos and stuff of little, uh, this one was great video of this little spike and a four corn slash six pointer, you know, kind of sniffing butt and kind of button horns and chasing girls. And so it, it, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't shoot anything, but I'm not sad. I really got to enjoy a lot of wildlife. So. It's and, great to sit out in the woods anyway. Huh? It's great to sit out in the woods anyway. Oh, it's It really is, you know. It's just world, pretty... get to sleep with <laughs> We don't world. do it enough, you know. Yeah. No, it's it's phenomenal. I mean, it's amazing. You sit out there long enough and you know the difference between a bird and a squirrel and a raccoon and a deer and a turkey. Um, and there's such subtle differences in leaf movement and sound, but... It's pretty amazing to to really get that in tuned with what's going on around you. Um, great for depression. Oh, what a great segue that was. Oh, it's phenomenal. <laughs> it was phenomenal. It was amazing. Uh, we have you plug had in out there, and that's, that's, on, that's a cure all. News on in like <laughs> ele- almost eleven days. <laughs> and my husband turned news on this morning, and I'm going to tell you, he's a manly man and a, you know, raw. But, you know, like, there were the first four stories were negative about one little tiny county here in Missouri and not good stories. And then the next one was just horrific. And then it was the fires, and then it was, you know, an ape dying at, you know, a local zoo and you know like there's just all this bam this reality came flooding in and i i'm just bawling i mean and my husband's looking at me like are you fucking crazy and 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 i even looked and i'm pretty sure now he won't admit it and he won't ever listen to this podcast but i'm 
pretty sure he had a tear up in the eye, especially after the 58-year-old monkey, you know, died. And um, that was a lot to take in. And I, you know, I was like, gosh, I just, I, I try to express this to people that there's there's something called vicarious trauma. And vicarious trauma is where we may not be necessarily involved with the trauma. Maybe you drove up and were the first person to respond to a car accident. Maybe you or saw Or we imagine ourselves in the situation. Is that yeah. what that is? Yeah. So, yeah. dude, so every day Amazing. when we see people yeah. getting killed and dying. That's and what empaths do. Yeah. And, and so we become traumatized by association. And this is something very real we've always had to address in the counseling field. You know, something I've addressed with my peers that, you know, we, we address with one another, my supervisees, students. So, yeah, not to cut you off, but, no. you know, it's interesting that you say, you, tur- you know, you turn the news on and there's 17 negative things right in a row. No. Now, you've just been, tra- you've just been trauma. Good morning. Welcome to your daily dose of trauma. And... People are programmed with this trauma yeah. over, and my mom sits in front of that stuff all day. And, you know, as an 81-year-old woman, she's in front of that TV. And, you know, I know what that does. I hear her crying, you know. And I think to myself, damn it, if that thing wasn't on, she wouldn't be. Right. You know, she might be... Yeah, she might be reading a book or, 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 you know, reading the Bible or going for a ride or whatever it is. Well, and she wouldn't be there sitting there and, and traumatizing and being programmed. They bring about emotion. But, like, what I had today was, I mean, it was just this immense, like, wham. It was this landmine. It was just like, bam, 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 constant blast. And I'd been 11 days free. Hell, I didn't know until, you know, probably four or five days in that there were fires in California last week. I mean, that's how disconnected I was from media. And when I had those days of of learning about that and then talking to friends in California, you know, it was just like, whoom. And I can't even imagine what that's like for the folks who are in it there immersed and i'm sorry to cut you off but yeah i mean it it you know wow so powerful and and i just don't think we recognize how depleted we get and this is coming from some i mean i was a political junkie for years up until like two years ago and then i had to just stop i i i wish everybody would really realize all the things that are happening around us that are, I mean, they're just emphasized, I guess is the word. There's, they're happening more often. Um, all these different things, shootings and, and wh- whether they're staged or whether they're not, to me it doesn't matter because to me that box that people watch and that, 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 that gives them information, is, is, it's all drama. So whether it's real or it's not real or it's true or it's not true or, you know, whatever it is, they're, they're showing us a lot of tragedy on that thing. There's a lot of yeah. tragedy happening. And 
they're also you know there's also a lot of manufactured tragedy um and you know it what happened in California pisses me off you know my sister almost lost her you know their they did lose most of their a lot of their farm um in Napa last year and by the grace of God the fire a couple of firemen and some other people were able to save their house but they had to pray and let their cows go you know and to pray that they would live and survive um right. they, they were able to get their goats out but you know it just it but everything all the outbuildings were burned the fences all, everything was gone and you know it really makes you think when that happens but it also you know there's in that anyway the point is is that there's a lot of tragedy on that idiot box and that programming is real. You know, when when a television screen can flash three, you know, whatever it is, four thousand images or a hundred images or three hundred images um, a second, and your eye can't process all of that, and all the subliminal stuff that can happen in 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 there, um, it's just turn it off. You know, right. turn it off. Right. Unplug. Get out in the woods. And eat some fruit, whatever, and you know, do whatever you want to do, and, and plug into that, and you won't have all this trauma. Right, and it's not, you know, we've talked about its syntax and how you choose mm. to think about it or say it, and it's not that you're giving something up, but it's that right. you're you're choosing to give power and you're choosing to give information to or information, um, attention to something else. You know, it's where we put our power and attention that gets, you know, that either, you know, then either helps empower us or, or deplete us. And and I just think we have so very, 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 very much. And um my husband's I, that way. If he hears a tragic story about somebody he knows or, or something he's familiar with, he's going to tell that story 15 times. Like, I'll never forget the day a, a man named Danny, who was like a father to both of us growing up, and not that we needed an extra father. He was just a really fantastic dad that was involved in our lives, you know, through another friend. And... When Danny passed and I got that first, we got that first call, I immediately left. You know, like he made the first phone call and then I said, I got to go and I've got to get out of here. And I ran out the front door and across the yard and the road and into my neighbor's woods because Dan's way of dealing with things is to call 37 people and tell that same story 37 times. And I told him, I said, I want to be here to support you, but I can't listen to this story over and over again. I got to go. And I left. Because, you know, his way of dealing with things and my way of dealing with things are very different. And, and you know, for me, I know his pattern. And if he's got a story, he's going to tell that story over and over and over and over again. Is that uh, is that a way of getting through denial? You know, you know, for a lot of people, it's a way of connecting with somebody else coping, when yeah. you don't know what to do. It's coping a way of huh? C- convincing yourself that this is reality. That's it's, right. It's a it's brand new thing that you 
give a lot of prayer and peace and mm-hmm. positive energy. Well, hey, uh, before we continue, let me just get the announcements out for anybody who's uh, joining us. The the uh, you can find out more about the call at redressfordummies.org. We're on the internet and we'll cover pretty much any subject you guys would like to talk about. And uh, tonight we're doing episode 186 about depression, anxiety, and seasonal affective disorder. And uh, with Jeff and Dana. And Jeff is in uh, New Jersey, Dana's in Missouri. And uh, if you guys could, at, at some Gus point, Gus is in Minnesota. Up. I'm in Minnesota, yeah. <laughs> Gus is in, in, what's the temperature Minnesota. right now? Uh, I don't know. The temperature this morning was 9. Yay, yeah. 9. Uh, yeah. Was there any wind blow? So, I don't know. I haven't been outside yet today. I had some research <laughs> I was doing. I ain't going outside. No reason to go out there at all. No reason I, I opened there. the door. I yeah. saw we had a half inch of snow, and I just shut the door. But uh, anyway, for uh, if you're on the call, uh, it's star six to unmute yourself and star two mm-hmm. to raise your hand. And uh, if you if if you unmute yourself and you go to talk, you got to make sure your phone is also unmuted. Sometimes we get stuck on that. But uh, it, it is a Q and A. It's it's a it's an open forum. And if you have any questions as we're going along, uh, usually uh, Jeff or Dana will cover a topic. And they'll get on a roll, so just let them roll through, and then just cut in after that. Uh, usually, the first 20 minutes we just reserve to um, covering a particular subject, but uh, sometimes it goes a little longer. But either way, you know, it is Q and A. We are here to answer questions, so please feel free to, to ask. Star six to unmute, and star two to raise your hand. And you can find us at redressfordummies.org. And uh, with that, I'll turn it back over to you guys. I'm going to mute up and go finish cooking my soup. Right on, right on. Thank you, Gus. Thank you. Well, Thank you, Gus, for I'd being like here. to start out a little bit, you know, with talking about just kind of the precursors. You know, we have anxiety and and social anxiety disorders and phobias and OCD and and a number of things that then also lead up to uh, depression and, and certainly uh, the what none of us want to talk about is suicide. Um, you know, anxiety disorders are the most common mental illness, at least in the United States. And the numbers are somewhere around, you know, 40 million adults in the U.S. that are over 18. So... 18, at least 18% of the population is diagnosed with some kind of an anxiety disorder. Um, the sad thing is, is that, okay, so we have 18, almost 20% of a population, almost one-fifth of a population, yet only 36.9%, so less than half. Just over a third of people actually receive treatment. Um, People who begin to develop and, and who have developed anxiety disorders are three to more, five times more likely to go to the doctor. They're six times more likely to be hospitalized for psychiatric disorders than those who do not. And so this is something that's, that's very, very 
um, you know, prevalent within our, our society. Um, about, you know, there's, there's generalized anxiety disorder. So to slow down for a second, I'm, I'm discussing some 2017 stats, but I spent the last 25 years, and actually this December will be year 26, but 25 years as a, you know, in, in the helping field, as a licensed professional counselor and um, as a caseworker working with at-risk youth and families. And so I, since the mid-90s up through now the, you know, the mid-2000s are, have, have been a part of the mental health field and, and watched a great many things develop and, and things that needed to be taught in, in programs and diagnosing and whatnot. And so we've come up with lots of great ways to diagnose people. We have generalized anxiety disorder, so that's about 6.8 million adults. Um, we have panic disorder, um, and that's about 6 million adults. Um, social anxiety disorder, um, that's about again, about 6.8% of the population, or about 15 million. Um, there's a number of phobias, um, obsessive-compulsive disorders, post-traumatic stress. Post-traumatic stress, um, uh, the stats say 7.7 .7 million, but I really feel that there are a large number of folks who are diagnosed with depression and anxiety and other things who are experiencing post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, case in point today, I was chatting with some parents and they were, you know, debating the safety of cannabis oil for their 10-year-old child who has some pretty significant anxiety issues. And, you know, mom was all for it, has had over 20 years of pharma, doesn't want this to happen to the daughter. Um, dad says, wait, 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 this is too new. We don't know what, you know, effect this is going to have on our child. And, you know, all I could respond back to would be, you know, was to say at any point in time we're dealing with anxiety, we have to recognize that the longer that anxiety occurs, uh, the more likely it is to then begin rewiring our brain. It our, our brain literally begins to create new pathways in how we deal with things. And those new pathways aren't necessarily things that are healthy for us. And so um, sometimes those anxieties are based upon very real events that have occurred and, um, you know, we are... are scared of those events occurring again. Sometimes those events come from things that are really irrational beliefs. And, you know, that might be, well, I can't leave the house. I'm afraid it'll burn down. Or I might get hit by a car. Or I can't leave somebody. They may die. Um, and, and while those things, or, you know, yeah, something bad may happen. Um, but Nothing is occurring outside of day-to-day -day norm that would suggest this is going to happen. And, and so that becomes very debilitating. Um, 
when I responded back to these parents, I said, well, it's very important for us to understand the root of the anxiety. You know, what is bringing this on? And explained those other kinds of circumstances. And, you know, I said, you know, we we can do cannabis oil, but, you know, obviously the most important thing is understanding the root of that so we can come up with a multitude of tools to put in our toolbox to deal with that. Certainly turning to cannabis oil, I think it's a phenomenal idea, but I don't suggest people turn to cannabis oil without understanding the root, without having done other work. You know, if they're doing well or, you know, if they've got the grips on what's going on mental health-wise, then, yeah, we can kind of start playing with herbals and naturals or pharma or whatever it is people are doing. And I say playing with, but I'm saying change dosing and titrating or whatever we need to do, tapering medications. So there's, there's a number of things that people can do with that. But this child's anxiety stemmed from daddy having cancer. So something totally beyond her control, something very big, something very scary, something very traumatic. And, you know, again, as I indicated to them, my feeling was is she's dealing more with post-traumatic stress disorder than an anxiety disorder. Does it make her feel anxious and uncomfortable? Absolutely. But how you kind of deal with one or the other are different. And anxiety... um, you know, if you take somebody to the doctor, they're they're pretty much going to say, ah, get on, you know, I'm going to recommend you go to counseling and here. In the meantime, I'm going to write you this script. And you get some kind of, you know, you get Xanax or Valium or, you know, something that's going to knock that edge off. But that's definitely going to rewire your brain. That's definitely going to have long-term results. And as I indicated to the parents, you know, I, I really urge you to look at, um, while we may not have studies based on long-term effects of cannabis use, oil, not smoking, so we're not encouraging little kids that are sitting around I'd like to, little ganja. Not to cut you off. Yeah. Shannon, not to cut you off, but really quick. Yeah. I, I got to say, you know, even before, like you said, you know, before going to cannabis oil, um, there's something to be said for mushroom extracts when it comes yeah. to depression. And it's a, and it's an interesting thing with the medicinal mushrooms um, that, you know, when you get the beta-glucan rolling and the adenosines and, and things like that and the other compounds that are in there and the modulation happening, <clears throat> this tends to help. You know, we talked about we, how important gut health is too. But those, those subtle modulators can make such a huge difference it's before different. we even get to cannabis oil um, or any other you know, thing. And that, um, uh, yeah, I went there you know, with them. I said, it oh, man, first. I've seen some great things with people, with their kids with ADHD medication. I've, I've seen people with bipolar situations, all kinds of different, quote-unquote, mental health situations when they get on high-dose lines, main potent extract with other things. Um, and Reishi, and, and, um I have seen people completely, I mean, literally seen people that were staunch Democrats realize that the whole political system is bullshit <laughs> in a matter of a couple of weeks. Yeah. Just because the, the thinking, the, it, it, they remove the toxins, 
get it out and start modulating things that have been totally out of whack completely because you get yeah you can get on these medications but you're still out of whack and you know there's something I watched your video and it was very important to, to, to speak about putting a band-aid on a deep artery wound <laughs> mm-hmm. you know um, yeah it's you know you can get a big enough bandage to wrap it up and and sop it up and stop it and slow it down but it's gonna keep rolling you have to address that or you're gonna lose the arm you know so yeah the the mushrooms you know um, I think your tinctures um, anything that people can really start taking as far as reishi or anything like that I mean this is really food and it's really these things are not going to harm you in any way they're literally not going to harm you in any way they are a life protocol absolute life protocol you know people are not going to die from taking a reishi mushroom extract Right. Unheard right. of. Just unheard of. So right. um, if it's a real extract, you know, of the, of the medicine. So um, we, we are so closely related to these fungi, it is amazing what they can do. It, just a little, a, a little tweak like that can make such a huge difference in someone who's suffering. I have suffered with depression and anxiety for a very, very, very long time. I was severely traumatized as a kid, um, and I have been multiple times in my life. And so um, it's been a real battle for me. I have been suicidal. I've had suicidal tendencies. I've used medication and gotten myself off of it within, you know, 90 days. Um, started and stopped it within that time frame. Um, and I can tell you the suicidal tendency on Effexor when I was on it was insane. The, oh, an effect the side effects, the that side effects. either do you pretty yeah. damn good on it or they go shit shot wow. real quick. And wow. I've always, you know, effects are, I've had people do some really Horrible. bad stuff Poison. coming off that just trying to quit it. I got off it, I, like I said, I started and ended it in 90 days. And I can tell you, it was like I was on it for 15, it was like 15 years of life happened in that time frame. The amount of things that I experienced on that shit. I can't even tell you from legs, just restless legs, to cramps, to excruciating Charlie horses, to waking up, like, just nightmare. And I'll never, ever, ever recommend any of that shit to anybody, ever. I have, I have the shit. And I will, you can go, you don't have to buy it from me, you can buy it from whoever else you want to, but I'm saying, get on the mushroom extract. You know, I'm not going to pussyfoot around with it with people. People need to be using this stuff and stop jerking around with... I, I, I Yesterday, I literally had somebody advocating for psych meds, and she said, you know, it took me 14 years to find one that finally worked. And that was her argument with me. And I thought to myself, the absolute torture that woman... I couldn't handle it for 90 days. 14 years? I want to save everybody that that whole traumatization. I I don't want anybody to have to go through that if if they can avoid it. And I want to help them do that for themselves with plant-based medicine. Well, yeah, and, I, and, then, and then I'm a little bit <clears throat> softer treading. You're a little more country and I'm a little more rock and roll. <laughs> huh? I said you're a little more country, and I'm a little more. I'm rock not and exactly roll. Full Metal Jacket, 
yet, mm. you know, I'm toting a sidearm. Right. Uh, <laughs> you know. I, I just love hard. I love hard. I care deeply, and I want people not to be traumatized when they don't have to be. Absolutely. When they're trying to heal, you know, when they're trying to heal from that in the first place, and then they get on these drugs, and you just it's it's a nightmare. Well, and it can I think be. it's important we talk about, and and again, we've talked about this in the past, and I'm gonna t- if we have a thousand more shows, I'm probably gonna talk about it 995 more times. <laughs> but you know, talking about the biology of depression, right? Yeah. And so. Yeah. What I came up with, and certainly what I went to graduate school and did my studies on when, when, when doing, you know, looking at mental health and counseling, was that depression is caused by a deficiency of like neurotransmitters like serotonin, and and so then they, you know, there was this huge influx of the serotonin model. And that led to the, the widespread usement of those, you know, selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors, so SSRIs, right? So that's like Zoloft and Prozac. And, and so, you know, anybody who's been, been diagnosed with depression, I would have to say that your doctor was probably like outside of something really significant and traumatic happening right there where you pinpointed it. Doctor's just going to say, well, you're born that way. People, I, I know so many people are like, oh, I'm, you know, they've had a bad day. Oh, I'm depressed. I'm going to be depressed. I have people in my family who are depressed. They also need to recognize they've learned and, and had wonderful models on depression, right? So sometimes we have these models in our, our life who teach us to you know, quilt, and some of them teach us to hunt, and some of them teach us to play ball, and some of them teach us to be depressed. And it's, again, I'm not saying anybody's making anything up, but if you learn a specific set of ways, if you your toolbox is filled with tools from somebody who has very faulty coping mechanisms or bad tools, um, all of a sudden you're going to have a toolbox full of stuff that teaches you how to be depressed. So then, you know, we're... I don't we're mean to cut you off, Dana. We, no. have, a technic- we okay. have a technical difficulty from oh. the website. So, Gus, are you available for a second at all? Yeah, I, I am. I had to unmute. What's going on? Uh, people are talking about when they click on the click here, it takes them to free the people when they instead of um, I was our kidding. show. That's why it took me so long. And to... and um, yeah, when I went there, when you go to the uh, our uh-huh. this ep- uh, to our episode, and you go down and you scroll down to the click here to listen live on your computer, okay. it takes us. To, it, I wondered it if ta- I put it's taken us. Out. It's taken us to our, so it, people are uh, people tomorrow like, night. Hey, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've got friends in Alaska let you that know. do a show tomorrow night. And I, uh, I'm so there's people in her, in there. the CKC group that are saying, hey, yo, it's taking me to somewhere else. Can you help me out? Okay, that's what's yeah. happening to me. That what, That's what happened to me. And so then I was like, oh, my God, did I get the wrong link? Because I know Gus said one of the links was Yeah, I didn't right. even click on it. I just called in, so I didn't know. I'm sorry. Well, I that's called a, in, but, yeah, when I would click on the I link. hadn't clicked on it at all, yeah. I mean, I clicked on it to go to the page, but I didn't click on the other, you know. Oh, thank God you were 
monitoring that. Well, you know, I just I once in a while I like to look and see if people need help. Why do you like but... Well, you know, and that's why we're here. You know, that's okay, it's all here. better. <laughs> yeah. Oh, all right. Gosh. So. Thank you, man. Go back to your soup, dude. Yeah, I'm I'm eating. <laughs> all right. Yeah, I, just post it in Facebook and just tell them to try it again. The link is I all did. better. You post a picture of your soup and say, mm-mm, good. What kind of soup is it? <laughs> it's what homemade kind of chicken chicken and rice. Nice. Ah. I made it a couple of weeks ago. It's, I, I'm actually just warming it up, and I added some onions to I it. I love it. I, See, yeah, you're I, like I, me. You'll eat shit you've had in the fridge for a couple of weeks. If it ain't growing, you're going to on it. And I've kept it. And really I just, I have, screw it, just add some lemon. It's great. I, yeah. Oh, it was in a mason jar and it was all sealed up. Yeah. It wasn't, you know, yeah. probably be good for oh, yeah. 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 Oh, man. It's even better when it sits for a while. It sure uh, is. So much yeah, better. We, it's so much better. Technical issues right now. Yeah, out. so, yeah, go, go ahead and let them know on Facebook. I already did. Thank all you right. so much, you guys. You're the best. Walking around. We want, we want people. We want people to know. We want people. You know. Right. We all got our thing to do, Dana, and you should we continue with yours. Go ahead. Right. Right. You just plug yeah, just plug it. We all got something. You just keep talking. I'd be terrible you at it. You just keep talking. <laughs> you just keep. You just keep looking pretty. We'll we'll do all the dirty work. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> you better put pictures of my pig up online. <laughs> <laughs> you see her her vengeance potty video this evening. You'll have to look at uh, that after the show. Oh yeah, it's it's one of my favorite things to watch a pig urinate. But um, yeah. I didn't. So, I can't so, say I anyway, watched. Anyway, I want to go back. Let's go back to. Let's rewind. And and, and someone so, just said hello. Who said hello? Oh. Hey, this is Chris. I had a question. If it's okay. Hey, yeah. Chris. Yeah, go ahead. Absolutely. Jeff, I really want to try some mushroom extracts, but I don't know. I really don't know where to start. I'd like to, you know, something that maybe, you know, almost like a maintenance level for, for gut flora, GI tract, just a, a general health. And also, you I, have, I thought I, have I an extract called website. That's really cool. Pardon? We have an extract called Soothe. Um, What's the website? That the, um, w, well, you know what, Gus, can you put it or? Somebody yeah, I'm going to post anything. it in the chat room, so uh, anybody... You have it, the Alpha the, 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 the one? Let me see if I can have it, give it to you. Come on. I'm going to send it to you a messenger. All right, and I'll, I'll throw it in there. So uh, anybody uh, listening to the recording, uh, if you go, if you're listening to the recording, like tomorrow, the next, next week, you can click on the chat, and you'll see different links that I post as we talk, and so I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna do with this as well. I put it in the group chat with uh, Dana and I. Okay. Um, but yeah, finish your question though. You said you had more to, to ask about that. I just wanted no, that to was, at that least get that link for you. Okay. No, that's fine. I, you know, this I, something that I have found for me, and when I and I can tell you, when I first started these mushrooms, I was pretty sick, <clears throat> and I I can tell my story another time, but um. They had a profound effect on me very quickly <laughs> um, and and um, cleared me out and kind of started mo- they just modulate kind of quickly and they're pretty potent and but they're it's a gentle kind of thing it's not um 
you don't get high from them. You don't, you know, we've heard these things with Herxheimer. Um, one of the things that I found with these, these extracts is that they help with that. The soothe yeah, especially. Yeah, they modulate. Yep. Yeah, that soothe, they man, I can tell you. With, with mushrooms. The, the, um, the lion's mane uh, extract in the soothe, and it's got other things in it. It's lion's mane, it's shiitake, and it's lingji, but it's also got goat's thorn and honeybee propolis in it. And this stuff changed my world. Literally, that one, that one extract, the soothe, changed my, because it's all digestion. And it just, once you start, once you get that role, I mean, I've, I said, one thing I say to people with these extracts, and we're, you know, you say that we're going to do a, a thousand shows and we're going to say it 999 times. When, when you go to the bathroom after you start these extracts the first time, it, you're going to be like, you're, it's going to be something you're going to talk about. I mean, <laughs> I've had people literally say, I, Jeff, I have been on this planet 55 years, and I've never pooped like that in my life, okay? Have you seen that and, South Park episode with Bono and having the biggest no. shit? Oh, my God. Please Google, like, South Park shit episode. Oh, so, you know, what I... You when hey, someone, Jeff, I just want to say, when someone says hey, that Jeff. to me... Yeah. That, that link's not working for some reason. Just a heads up. I posted it in the chat, and it might work later, but for anybody listening, clicking on that link, it's not working at the moment. It, it worked for me just now. Works works for me, no problem, bro. Really? Yep. I can get to the main page, but it won't no let me go to your... You, no soup for you. No soup for me. <laughs> All right, well, hey. You got anyway. to put, put the Papa Shrooms at the end. It's in there, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. So it it should we, work. No we we have a gut health tincture at you know from Roots, and the number one uh, ingredient in it is reishi, and then there's you know a number of other herbs. Yeah, and but, and yeah. I you know I I can tell you that I have shared from from Roots. I share it probably four times a week. Um, all over the internet with people because I, you know, there's a, there's, there's something that I always let people know is that these, my extracts, the extracts, you know, $70 a bottle, there's 120 capsules in there. Uh, you know, my, you can talk to me and we, I can help you use and, you know, dial Absolutely. you into what you can uh, use. You, but this stuff, I can tell ways. you what yeah, my, like I want to say is that coffee. this stuff is, it's, it's, it's um you can go and you can buy you can buy Paul Stamets stuff for fifty bucks a bottle, and you will need nine of them to get one of what I have, and or you can pay seventy bucks for one of mine, or if you can't afford that and you want really you know a good tincture that's going to help you, you go to Firm Roots and I'm telling you right now, Dana has some of the if in my opinion the best tinctures out there and definitely. For pricing that is just forget about it just forget about it there's almost nobody that can't not that, that can't not afford that and it's very affordable so um so and, and the, th- the thing that we I have now i feel like also, i'm in an infomercial where i'm going to saw a tin boat no fuck that and, and no like fuck that because they don't say fuck that they don't say fuck that in infomercial i'm just teasing but <laughs> no the point is I'm, what i what i want to what i'm trying to point out here is 
is that we want people to cut through the bullshit. People waste so much money because they're so desperate to heal. And I use a lot of shit before I used Alfa stuff. And I didn't have any, you know, anywhere near the kind of effect. I have definitely not had the kind of experience I've had with really everyone who's I've shared it with. Um, but I wanted to get back to what I was saying, which was, uh, I'm getting back to the poop, um, that when I get that phone call from that person that says, Jeff, I've never gone to the bathroom like that before in my life, I know for a fact, I know for a fact that they are on a on their way to major healing because they just got rid of a bunch of stuff, literally, crap, inside them that's been in there for a long time. It's been making them sick and it's been holding them back. So, and, and, and sure enough, I mean, I've had yoga instructors, like yogi people that are really deep into that kind of stuff and they're really into that stuff. And, they, you know, it's taken me to another level, Jeff. I can't believe that, you know. So it's, it's funny how it affects so many different people from all walks of life, from a garbage truck driver to a yogi to, you know, and I get the same, and we're always talking about the same thing happening, you know. The digestion gets so much better. Things start to clear out. The fog starts to lift. And boom, I feel so much, you know, boom, I feel it. Yes, sir. Uh, On the website, um, where is that stuff? Is it under the Uh, supplement? Yeah, if you go to products, right, and you can go, you can look at anything you'd like to in there. But you'll see, if you go into nutritional supplements, you'll see Soothe. You'll see Balance. Balance is also great um, because it, they utilize cordyceps as well, but I would start with Sooth. And um, if you want to do a cleanse, a liver cleanse, um, use the cleanse. But this, the Sooth cleanse and really the kidney formula are just – the kidney formula is also very important. You know, we, we don't talk about kidneys enough. And well, I think it's important for folks to understand what it is they want to do. And so that's if right. they're looking – to boost something, then we look at those, you know, boosters and those kinds of things. If they're looking to detox, then when we begin to look at detox, you got to kind of look at what kind of a detox do you want to do. But ultimately, it's really important. If you're going to do a proper detox, then you got to start with the colon and you clear the colon because that gives all the ickies a clear pathway out of the body, right? And then you do the, so you work your way up through the organ system. And the next thing you want to do is your liver because your liver is what breaks things down and pulls toxins out and, you know, scats those guys out of the body. So, again, you got a clear poop chute, so we got a clear colon, then the liver has a clear path out. Then we want to look at doing, like, the kidneys and the bladder, right? Because the kidneys are our filters. And I'm going to tell you what, kidneys are the only thing, um, if somebody is below 20%, so important. is that 20% kidney function or below, or they are on dialysis, there is nothing other than basically cannabis oil and certainly then very special diet, specialized diet and very specialized nutrients and things like that because you can't have you know, you, you, you just, there's so many things you can't have with kidney disease. And you, if, if your kidneys aren't functioning, the naturals aren't going to do you any good because they're just going to toxify your body as well. 
if your kidneys aren't filtering. If they aren't filtering, it's like you've got a totally, you know, you've got a, a filter at home in your, your your furnace, and I don't know, you got like five years of animal fur in there and dust and shit, and nothing's going anywhere. Well, you're going to toxify. So it doesn't matter how natural, how organic, how great, how expensive, how wonderful something is, if your kidneys aren't working, it ain't going to work. You know, again, well, it, that's for it, sure. it's got to be very... If your colon's very, not very working, there isn't a mushroom that's going to make it work. Right. <laughs> that's a very true statement. And so uh, no doubt about it. depending on how sick somebody is, where they're at in their treatment, yep. you know, yep. again, what where they're at. So these That's are why things. I do a private consultation just like you do. Right. I have people call me, and, we, and, I, and I start, and we literally, we go down the list, you know, and we talk about, okay, so you wake up in the morning, and what do you do? Right. I, you know, that's, a, that's a, the kind of things we talk about, and, and it's a conversation, and you're absolutely right. Um, you know, the best way to do it is to go to go backwards. And a lot of times, with people that I that I work, you know, that I I end up talking to, a lot of these people have been through a lot of stuff already. Uh, they've right. done this liver cleanse, they've done that liver cleanse, they've done this enema, they did that blah, 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 coffee, this that, right? And and so, okay, I know where they where you are, and now I know where I can I can direct you, and you can decide. And so, and you know, and this is you healing you because it's yours. And this, I say this to everyone. You are the author of your life. Right. It is yours. Right. It is yours. It is not well, a doctor. It is not you know, mine. I, I can only help you get the good to, You know, doctors kind of saying, well, you know, it's like Maybelline. Maybe you're just born with it. Well, no. Um, you know, I, I, there may be some predisposition for, for – uh, depression. However, I'm going to challenge nature versus nurture, and we've watched it in twin studies, and we've seen all different kinds of things. And so, you know, I, I think that it's important to, to recognize that new science is showing that, you know, our destinies aren't, you know, it's not what's necessarily in our gene pool. It's, it's not written in stone. And, you know, I, I think that we're understanding with more data that SSRIs, you know, really aren't working as well as what they say. And they're, they're really creating a wide variety of very dangerous side effects. Um, and, and so, you know, we've, we've really kind of debunked the whole serotonin model of depression. And, in fact, we're finding that depression is a symptom of chronic inflammation, and Jeff brought this up earlier, and we've talked about it damn near every show. And I'm sure <laughs> we're going to talk about it every damn show from here out. Is gut health, and it's, and it's, it's just every, we're, it's an epidemic. Chronic it's inflammation epidemic. of the body. Yeah, yeah, it's just an epidemic. Well, and it is um, because we're all at risk for chronic kind of silent inflammation. Because yep. we are at a point in time where evolutionarily we're mismatched, right? So our modern lifestyles um, really have created a, a very incompatible relationship between what our genes expect and what our world demands, you know? Um, we're, we're really kind of meant, you know, sometimes 
I, I remember my grandparents when I was a small child, you know, bringing me back a T-shirt from Jamaica, and it said Jamaica, no problem. And you know, I went. Yeah, I remember that. No problem. No maybe problem. It was open. It wasn't open. Are you open? I'm open uh, now. No problem. No problem. You know, uh, a, a, a lot of places, and so you know, we're we're not taking the breaks. We're not taking the siestas. You know, I remember. The first time I went to Mexico and I was with friends and we were like, look at those lazy bastards are sleeping under the tree. And I was like, well, it is lunchtime and like, shit, man, I'd love to like, you know, catch a nap under a palm tree and some sand after I filled my belly. I'm like, you know, and these dudes work until till dark, you know, so why not? That, that made sense to me. Um, and, and so, you know, we're not, um, we're not balancing um you know there's just we we have um lifestyles where we're eating foods that resemble food but it's it's processed beyond recognition um we're sitting inside of our offices we're sitting inside of our cars most of the day um we're exposed to thousands of chemicals every day. And inflammation is the result of these kinds of conflicts. Radiation, right? all, radiation, radiation, uh, radiation, radiation. I'm Wi-Fi and hating it. Like, I'm radiation. in a room next to Wi-Fi, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting radiated. <laughs> Want to know how important mushrooms are? Radiation. Yeah, because they Period. radiate. They literally eat it. Use it. Turn it into wonderful medicine. Amazing. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I do. And and, and again, I think more and more science is showing, even the crappy daily shows like Dr. Oz and, and the Today Show and whatever, you know, the shows that people are droning on with and watching, um, you know, even those are showing that more and more chronic inflammation is the root of every disease that are starting to pick up on the things we've been talking about for several years now. And, and I mean, inflammation, and, and you can find studies and, and, you know, where it's, it's linked to everything from metabolic disorders like obesity and diabetes to neuro, neurodegenerative diseases and certainly cancer. Um, you know, depression, anxiety. Um, a lot of times these bodies are on fire with chronic inflammation. Um, and, I, you know, I think we have to recognize that, and I don't want to offend anybody, but depression is more of a symptom and not a disease. The it's side a effect. symptom of chronic inflammation. It's a side effect. Yeah. Side effect. Like Not literally a side it's and it right. is a symptom. Usually like, like so is cancer. Cancer is a side effect. Side effect. Cancer is a side effect. It's a sim- symptom. It's a, yeah. exactly. And this is what people need to understand. Understand that they absolutely capitalized on this to control people. They knew exactly what they were doing. And guess what? Just like the vaccine program, it's all, all the testing has been done, guys. Everybody says there's been no testing. There absolutely has been, and it's been on all of us. 
And, and the quicker you realize this, you cut through the crap, the quicker you're going to get to the other side and start he- really healing what's underlying and causing <clears throat> you to be driven to take these pharmaceutical lies. And I mean that. And these things are designed to be used for sh- very short periods of time. And, you know, with an ADD kid, as an example, quote, unquote, an ADD kid, no such thing, okay? But as an example, using a small dosage of speed or of some kind or whatever, finding what works for them and getting them into a training program, yeah. a habitual training program, this is human behavior. Not psychiatry. Well, I, I primarily behavior. cognitive behavioral therapy. I did a lot right. of behavioral that's, therapy. But that's human behavior, right? Yep. No, and Uh-oh. Did I lose you guys? Can anybody hear me? I can't hear anybody. Is anybody else talking or is it just me? Hello? Hi. Yeah, somebody's yeah. able who can mute the board? I uh let me see. I can I can hear you, right? And you can I hear can me. I can hear now. you. Can you hear me? Can you hear Gus? Are you there? I could hear Gus earlier. Somebody's messing with the board, I think. Oh, why people want to do that? Or something, or or something, or just a technical malfunction. But I don't hear Gus now. No, I don't, I don't hear him what. now. I don't know who hears what. Anybody else on the call? I am. Yeah, can you I'm, hear me? I'm here. What happened? Hello. Hello. There we go. We got, can right, you hear me? So we got him. I hear yeah, Mike. I hear another Hello. voice. Hey, money, Mike. Yeah, hey, listen, nobody can, nobody else can mute the board. Gus uh, Breton has uh, the moderator mode on. Yeah, okay. So, all right. Um, <clears throat> so where were you? Where were we? All right, I'll meet back up. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Mark. Yeah, so uh, the way the board's set up right now is anybody can unmute by hitting star six. I don't know. Uh, I lost everybody for about a minute. I don't know if you guys... I heard you, but I didn't hear anybody else. Okay, I I got disconnected after I said something. Yeah. I had to call back in. All right, anyway, as we continue. Okay. Where were we? I see where I, whatever episode I have pulled up is Free the People, and that is not us. So I probably shared the wrong link. No, it's uh, it's the right link. It was a uh, bad connection. 
on, but I fixed that. that but everything should be all be the people on what I'm clicking on. Oh yeah, that's that's uh, that's a different link altogether. The, yeah, uh, Maria Patricia. I don't yeah, know. All right. Well, way. I saved some. I I shared some wrong. Hey guys, I've, I I saved. I also I saved the video in um, the group chat between you, me, and Gus on Facebook. I want you guys to take a look at that when you get a chance, even while we're on the call and, ta- and not talking. In the Messenger on Facebook. What Here's video? The, you'll see it. It's a video of um. It's a video of a doctor, and he talks about um, how he was a doctor for ten years and he got out of it, and how he he went around the world and he's his name I think is John Vigo I don't know, um, but anyway watch that video and share it if you get a chance it's really uh, his name is Thomas Lodi and he's in uh, he's in Mesa Arizona and um, he's got a pretty good thing going there. All plant based, uh, you know, all natural protocol, plant based stuff, and um, he 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 comes right out and just says, you know, we get people that didn't hear that are terminal, supposedly, and he goes, I've seen people literally be told that they have three months to live and they die on the third month, like to the day, and it's really not the way it's supposed to be. You're not supposed to be 65 years old and falling apart. You cut yourself, you heal. That's what the body does. So what we try to do is find the protocol for you, that, you know, that helps that helps you heal. And it, and he and he sim, and he simply says it works, and I love that, you know. Right on. Because it's so just matter of fact, you know. It's like this is what works, man. I've traveled the world and the seven seas. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, this is what works. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. That uh, link should be. I, I gave you that new link. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, Facebook so chat. I just shared the new one, and I shared, like, total raw, you know, so I don't know. Damn it, I shared the wrong one to start <coughs> with somehow. It's all right. Everything's recorded, so that's well, the beauty oh, yeah, of that. No, it's not like the world's going to come crashing down. I'll tell you, I've got some kind of weird, like, really crazy aromatherapy going on. I've got, I'm in my little 11 by 11 tincture room with the and I'm sequestered in here because my husband doesn't want to smell tinctures. Overcome by fumes? The radio, yeah, he, he thinks everything stinks. <laughs> and so, but I, I will admit tonight in here amongst the buzzkill, <coughs> antifungal, and the five others I have going, wow, it is just really a big smell fest in here, and I don't have a very good sense of smell. But wow, there's a lot of smell going on in here tonight. You actually got to be careful. You got to actually be careful. Ooh, with that too, you know? I, yeah, I know. I'm like, I'm a little. You know, because that's like, you know, like ammonia and bleach, lady. Huh? <laughs> you don't want to be doing. It's like mixing ammonia and bleach. You got to be careful. I know. Yeah. No, I mean, oh. there's there's literally like oils. You know, people. That's another thing we you know we talk about toxicity in pets. You got to be careful with some of these essential oils and and diffusing them. Um, with your with your pets, and I would think that you know you wouldn't want to have oh God, piggy oils. in there with you right now, you know. These are all herbs. It's just yeah, it should a be lot fun. Of, a lot of smell. Yeah, it's a lot. Of smell. A little bit of cardamom goes a long way. Oh, uh, yeah, that's, that's like one of you the know. main ones I smell is cardamom, and then I smell the uh-huh. golden seal too. 
uh, yeah, it smells, I don't know, and then the hops, I love the smell of hops, but then I almost posted the day, it tickled me so much, because the initial smell of hops I kind of like, and then it sinks in, and it smells like puppy toes, so it really kind of smells like Frito puppy feet, and so now, you know, and then I've got something with a lot of hops going on in it here, so I've just got a lot of flavors and aromas kicking. Ah, anyway, so we we digress. <laughs> um, you know, so again, we we have to recognize that then inflammation, and we've talked about gut health, and we've talked about inflammation, um, and you know, a lot of times people recognize inflammation. Um, as a, like a signal that something's wrong. And, and typically that's through pain, right? So like a baby touches a hot stove, shit, that's hot. I don't want to touch a hot stove again, right? We, we have some kind of a sense of pain and association. Now, when our brain becomes inflamed, and that is only part of the neurotransmitter piece, right? Because more than half of our neurotransmitters are produced in the gut, right? Normally we assume, uh, you know, that, oh, well, that's all in the brain, but it's not. Um, and, and so um, the interesting piece is, is that brain, the brain doesn't have pain receptors, right? Everywhere else in our body we have pain receptors, but in our brain we don't, so it becomes very difficult for us to know when our brains are inflamed, when we have issues going on in our brain. Um, and, you know, so now there's there's new research and, you know, we can get all technical with, like, these things they're researching called G protein or C proteins um, and that these are higher in folks who meet the the requirements or the the symptoms associated with depression, um, and so you know there's there's ways that you know science is figuring out how to measure these things that most of us aren't you know at this point don't have the ability to go in and get C reactive proteins tested to see you know if we have something going on, um, and so you know, we we have to then pay attention to what's going on with the rest of our body. And so um, we kind of have to get away from the kind of inclusive framework that we've been working with, right, where it's kind of one gene, one ill, one pill, um, and this is how we're going to treat it. Um, and, and we have to get away from kind of we're just born with it when it comes to certain disease. Um, and, you know, another one is and not to pick on folks who struggle with weight because I have struggled with weight. People, and oh, my gosh, many people in my family have struggled with weight. But, you know, when I hear people say, well, we're just genetically predisposed to be big. Being heavy set or obese runs in my family. No. Obesity does not run in families. Unhealthy eating habits and appropriate, you know, unhealthy nutritional habits, those things run in families. We learn from one generation 
to the next. I, I'm sorry to laugh, but the chronic, <laughs> wa- the, the chronic moving, the you know, choosing the soda over and over, choosing the cookies. It's 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 you know, literally, you look at what you're putting in your face as life and death. I mean, if you look, think about what a caveman had to choose from, or whoever that was out there foraging for food had to had to um, had what he had they had to choose from. Just think about your own local area. What would you would normally have in nature to choose from? Right. Not, now most people then, don't want to do that. Know, realizing, that's not fun. Right. It's well, not exciting. It's not sexy. Well, it's not convenient. It's not, delicious. No, it's not convenient. Not convenient. Yeah. yeah. We need convenience. See, we need convenience because we work our asses off, and we don't have time to go hunting for stuff and you know growing our stuff, and because we have a family to feed, and it takes two of us, and even that can barely make you know. Because, but if you take a step back and you realize that you know eighty percent of the stuff at the grocery store isn't really food, um, it it's it's scary in a way, you know. And we have to make those choices. You have to do the best <clears throat> you can with what's there, but you have to choose as unprocessed as possible and as close to raw form. Is found in the outer perimeter of the store. Yeah. Yep. 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 Usually. Opposite end of the store. Yep. Very true. So I just wanted or, to point that out. Like, it's just a thing. You know, I think it can be easily stated that the more ingredients you have, the less food there is. You got I it. Say, yeah, that's absolutely. You got it. And and Easy. as close to raw form as close to raw form as possible. You got it. <laughs> you know, I mean, if yeah, you my, do those my food has my food has one ingredient. It's called a carrot right. or a banana. <laughs> yeah, or a yeah, exactly. It's a it's a pear, right? Yeah. Well, when you look at, you know, and, and I'll, I'll tell you something that's just, you know, and again, it's fast food, but, okay, people go to McDonald's, they want to get some french fries, french fries are what? Fried potatoes, right? Yeah, simple enough, fried potato, not super healthy. When you look at the ingredients, a McDonald's french fried quote unquote air quotes, big great big fucking air quotes, French fried potato. There's like fifteen fucking ingredients before you ever get to potato and I'm sorry for dropping the F bomb, but can you give me a break? Yeah, There's they're not it's not a fucking potato. Ingredients before you get to or in the middle somewhere is potato. Well. That's an issue. Like uh, I, that is a huge issue. No, billion, nuh-uh, billion sold. green and not yellowed within six hours in the little plastic packages. Do you not wonder why the apples, and it isn't just lemon juice, that's keeping them from turning that color, or the ones you buy in the grocery store that look beautiful and they say organic because organic doesn't mean healthy. Just like low-fat doesn't mean healthy. Low-fat was a really horrible decision. Sugar-free. And, and you know, all of these things. Chemicals. We're talking chemicals. Sure. Bottom line, chemicals and non-chemicals. Yeah. 
I'm pretty sure asbestos and, uh, you know, arsenic and things like that, they're all organic, <laughs> aren't they? Well, but then we, okay, so, but then we go back and look at one of the things we utilize in one, the original uh, Rick Simpson protocol uh, for cannabis oil, the old 60 and 90 days was eat a, three, three apple seeds a day. Why? Because of arsenic. Right. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, part of many now B17, and I hate using that term because it's amygdala, but B17 is a made-up fake, fakeity, fake, fake vitamin. There's no such fakeity, fake even. Fakeity, freaking fake. Huh? I said that's it's freakity, freaking, freaking. Fake. Yeah, yeah. So it's not real. However. The concentrates of what break down in bitter almond um, and uh, sour, uh, 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 bitter almond and then like the, uh, the bitter apricot, right? Sour almond, bitter apricot, one's sour, one's bitter, you know. They, it's the amygdala. So it's there's no B17. That was a marketing ploy to just get people to get on with whatever. But, you know, again, there's a level of it breaks down into another chemical. So there's there are acceptable levels of, quite honestly, arsenic, and I, you know, that actually will help fight cancer, right? So I guess it's understanding where the arsenic comes from, but if you're getting an organic full of it than understanding so how amygdalin much isn't necessarily something that's bad. Amygdalin, often referred to as B17, is a naturally occurring molecule found in over 1,200 different foods, including the seeds of many kinds of fruits such as apricots, plums, cherries, right. oranges, nectarines, apples, and peaches. Just That's that. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Good. Good stuff. And, and so, you know, arsenic is it, because I chuckle and I go, oh, our rice was full of arsenic. And I'm like, well, gosh, I don't know. Maybe I want to add a little bit of arsenic because I want to eat a few less, you know, bitter apricot seeds for the day. Uh, you know, like I, I I like those things and I'll, I'll chow on them, um, you know, but I'm not eating scads of them every day. Um But anyway, so, um, you know, n- not everything, There's their blood root is considered, like I remember when I first came across blood root foraging and I looked it up in my little Missouri conservation book and then, I, you know, everything said bad, bad, bad poison. Like, you know, I was like, ah, shit, I touched it. I got the reg shit on me, crap, like, you know, am I going to die? <laughs> and of course, no, I'm not. And you know, it's it's a, now is blood root a very, very, very powerful root? You bet your ass it is. Am I going to make a single tincture out of blood root? No, you bet your ass I won't because there's somebody who's going to take the whole damn tincture bottle, and something bad's going to happen. Just like poke. Now, will I take poke root, and will I take blood root, and when I it, will I integrate those into other tinctures? Absolutely, I will. They're phenomenal. Mushrooms, magic mushrooms, psilocybin, 
considered toxic, right? Things that cause these, you know, you take too much and you're probably going to vomit your ass off. Well, that's a detox. There's a number of things that are considered toxic, but maybe they're toxic because they create psychedelic things. Maybe they're considered toxic because they detoxify the body. Maybe they're considered toxic because taken in high enough amounts, they're going to kill you or they're going to hurt you really bad. So again, it's understanding what you're working with, right? Um, toothpaste is be very safe, but I won't use toothpaste that's put out on the market because it's full of fluoride and a bunch of other crap. And I don't want to drink all the water because it's full of fluoride. And, you know, like there's all, so we all have to choose our poison, right? It's not only going to the bar to choose your poison. You choose your poison every single day. But you choose to ingest. And I'll be quiet. Why? Just because I've been droning on for a bit. <laughs> want to see if anybody wants to sign in. <laughs> hey, uh, something about... You're wondering uh, why, too? The, the tox- yeah, something about the toxicity levels. I just posted in a chat group. Uh, check, uh, check the LD50, uh, which is a, it's a test. I just pulled it up and put the thing in there. It's a lethal dose. So uh, the LD50 is where the FDA or somebody, I don't know who it is that conducts these tests, but they uh, give a dosage of a certain size to a bunch of rats, and right. they keep increasing the dose until 50% of the rats die at that dosage, and that's considered the LD50. And so you have an LD50 for water, you have an LD50 for arsenic, you have an LD50 for pretty much everything. They've tested just about everything. So... Um, it's not just poisons, you know, LD50 for vitamin A, I'm looking Absolutely. at right now. So, yeah, but so, you know, that's something to look at when you're toxic. considering all these things that are going into your body. Well, but too much of a good thing is too much of a good thing. I mean, literally, right. if you only eat bananas, you're probably going to have some kind of a potassium overload, and your yeah. kidneys You might are become a freaking banana. You. And other stuff's going to, you know, like, you can't, you know, uh, there's most things are in moderation. Yeah, it's like, you know, six gallons of water a day. Good luck. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Well, yeah. Water toxicity, you would, you would, uh, yeah. You can kill yourself with anything. Absolutely. I mean, yeah, I had a You could beat yourself to death with a cannabis. Who almost died Why would you want to do that? that really well if you're schizophrenic and the voices tell mm. you drink water drink water drink water drink water and you do um, yep. yeah you're yep yeah that's, and that and that's where i've seen it and then of course they're like too, yeah. gonna, not to pick on fraternities but i you know where they pick it on everybody you're picking on everybody tonight i'm just kidding you're not picking on at all Totally not. You're totally not picking on anybody. No. What we're what we're doing here is we're sharing information to help people get to wherever they need to go, to get to wherever they need to go. It doesn't matter what their thing is. We all have something that we want to address, or we feel we might want to address, and 
you know, the other thing is preparedness. I talked to, you know, we were talking about all this, these remedies and things. But there's also something to be said, like, you know, having stuff around. Like, I just went out and I bought, like, a bunch of Epsom salt because I was running low. And I just, I like to have it. And I know how important soaking in that stuff is for me. Um, and so, you know, having stuff on hand, because you never know when you're going to need it. You just never know. You know, I cut my hand since the last show. Uh, I gave myself a good little cut with six stitches in my finger, and you know. Oh uh, gosh, I saw that. I was like, damn. Yeah, that was stupid, and uh, you know, it's obviously something stupid. And uh, thing, you know, and here I am. I have a you know, um, a diabetic condition I've had uh, that I've really been able to you know get a hold of, and and um, but I was for years and years and years undiagnosed and you know just not taking care of myself and whatever and this thing you know i didn't go back they they stitched it up and uh, i didn't buy the antibiotics that they told me to buy and i i i didn't do any of that shit and and uh i kept the wound clean i dressed it every day i used uh i i used uh colloidal silver i used cannabis oil um and um you know i ate i ate pretty good but i kept it clean and and i just took the stitches out after, you know, seven days and it's healed up really well. And, you know, my mom, who's 81 years old, you know, how's your finger? <laughs> it was so funny when it happened. My mom's like, oh my God, I have to take you to the hospital. She's 81, you know. And um, by the time she was, you know, still in the bathroom, I had my hand wrapped, I had my car keys and I said, mom, I'll be back in a little while. She's like, are you sure? From the bathroom, you know. Pleasure heart. <laughs> yeah, she just thought, well, my mom was an OR scrub nurse. So she's the one, you know, oh, she knows. Oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. So it was just so funny. So, it. you know, she every day she's been asking me about the thing. And she's like, it's healing up so well, you know. She's blown away that I didn't go. She's like, are you going to go have them look at it? Are you going to go? What do you mean you didn't get the antibiotics and all that stuff? And I showed her what I did. And she's like, I can't believe how, like, it's going to heal. You're not even going to be able to tell. I say, yeah, I think so, Ma. You know? And that's pretty interesting because I've, I've cut myself. One thing I've done, I've, got, I've cut myself a few times in my life. I haven't broken bones, but I've cut myself a couple times pretty good. And um, the, I have scars from the other ones, but this one, I don't think so. Interesting. Well, and, you know, I, I, I guess I, you know, we talk about... And we talk about so much naturals and these various mm. things, but that, you know, it, it, it doesn't dis- discuss necessarily folks who are in crisis who are in need right now who are like, I don't want to fucking drink no chamomile tea. I don't have time right. to do. <laughs> I need you know, the antibiotic, right, yeah. <laughs> right, you know, like. Yeah, fuck I, you guys. I'm taking, it, I'm taking the pills, you know, yeah. Right. Well, or, you know, just any number of things. And, right, right. And to recognize, you know, I, I cannot express enough to people, and I post it out there all the time, and, you know, through the years I've had a couple, you know, like kind of asshole friends who are like, God damn it, stop with all your positive bullshit. Like, I don't like it. And it's like... And, you know, I remember at one point I was like, well, you know, I did the whole victim thing. Well, I guess I shouldn't post my positive shit. This was years ago. 
you know, before I got <laughs> quite as strong as I am. Because uh, people don't like it, and apparently my positive is just not good. And people are like, yeah, oh, my yeah, God, yeah, no. Yeah, I've done don't, it. I've done it. Don't do that. And I'm like, oh, no, yep, now yep. I sound like somebody fishing for compliments. And I'm like, okay, okay, I get it. It's It's good. And you know what? Fuck that guy. <laughs> and, you know, we'll just let him be Mr. Negative Nelly Pants over there, and I'll I'll stick with my, you know, head in the sand or smile in the sky or whatever you want to call it. I'm going to do my thing, and he can do his, and he doesn't impact me. Um, you know, but people need to recognize that there are complete strangers who do not know them out there right now, right now, who want them to be here tomorrow, who want them to be here in an hour, who, despite the fact they don't know shit what's going on with your you know, your situation, they want you to be here. Your family wants you to be here. Even if they're assholes, they want you to be here. You know, there's somebody to talk to even without having to totally spill your guts and say what's going on. There's, there's, you know, look for lifelines. Don't look for the whole fucking life raft if you can't see the whole life raft. Look for a string that you can wrap around your finger. Because even a, a thread wrapped around a finger pulling from something can, can, can haul you for a while, right? So, you know... Until somebody can wrap their brain around extracts, until they can wrap their brain around deep breathing, until they can wrap their brain around, understand there's so many things we can do. Emotional freedom technique is a phenomenal technique that people can utilize. And there's many things. There's EMDR therapy, which is a form of the emotional freedom. I use a rubber mallet. A chakra clearing. Go ahead. She said, go ahead. <laughs> um, I said, Gus and I use a rubber mallet. <laughs> I was making a joke. And that's you bang one on thing each that other? I, that, no, do yourself. You just take one shot to the temple. Doink. Okay, but anyway, <laughs> one of the things that I have found throughout my life is that my depression and my anxiety um, and my need for remedy and flipping stones over and finding the truth because I don't fucking believe you, you know, um, I have found that it has helped me with uh, a timing and a sense of humor, and that's helped me amazingly in my life. And one thing that I know about depressed people, some depressed people, is that they're really fucking funny people too. They can they're ex- they can be so fucking funny and have such amazing sense of, sense of humor, and it is an absolute gift tap into that as someone who's depressed because it, it helps us cope so much. I can tell you that the depression and anxiety has written many songs as a, as a songwriter, you know, and as a singer. So um, it's it, when, when you really channel it and when you channel it into creating something, with, with well, what, what, I'm sa- what I'm saying is when you can uh, channel it, because some sometimes, like for me, I can tell you that, you know, my best friends are dead. And maybe I want to tell, I want, I need somebody to tell everything to and trust and know that they were, are there for me no matter what. And I don't have that now, right? Or I feel I don't have that now. 
So until I know I have that now, I'm, you know, that bothers me a little bit, right? So that's my, that's one of, you know, my, right? So, but I find that humor just helps me so much. I, you know, I wake up every day and Gus can probably attest to this because I send him some of this stuff sometimes or it's just I, it's something stupid. Like I play that funky music white boy live, right? I mean, the guy singing it, it watching him sing it and listening to him sing it live, not the recording, right? Is mind blowing funny for me. I just think it's funny. <laughs> and if you think about the song and you and, and you realize that it's just this white guy with an afro singing this song and these guys are extremely talented and he's it sounds like a black guy and it's just it's great. Just great. And to see him do it live, hilarious. Like that other it, it white my, guy with a deep voice. Never wanna give you up. Yeah. Right. Just wanna <laughs> let you down. But he's got that really oh, deep Rick voice. Ashley. So he looks like he's about eleven teen. <laughs> eleven teen, yeah. Rick Astley, right? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing so I give, just, nothing give. Right. <laughs> right. See? That and this awesome. is, and really, man, so I know there's, the I definitely know there's depressed right, people yeah. on the call now, so. Is that um, Gus? No. No, no, I'm that. posting some really stuff on DMS. I really want somebody to, like, bust in with this song. They almost sound like I, you know, it's so funny because we, I, on this show, we don't mind the hecklers once in a while, you know what I mean? I so, I, I think that was I really don't because like I'm I can totally I can totally go there <clears throat> and I just you know like I'm I'm I, and I'm gonna say this you know this is a show on depression I can't think of a better thing to talk about than comedians and like Sam Kinison that guy for me I can do Sam Kinison all day and uh. you know th- I mean he was just for me it's just cut to the chase. Like, you know, you see the same kid with the flies around his face starving for the last 15 years. Why hasn't anybody fed this kid? You know, I mean, that, that kind of thing, it's so tragic, but so true. It cuts right to the crap. Why don't we take these people to where the food is? You know, what is going on? What is going on? But, you know, it's such a tragic thing. And you can, you can talk about it in such a way like Sam Kinison, screaming it at the top of your lungs, right? It becomes amazingly funny. And talk about a, a um, you, when, when you talk about all these creative people and you think about what, what their gut flora might have been like, right? Because these people did drugs like, they did drugs, they did, you know, alcohol, hard, you know, and trying, you know, working their way through, um, and natural stuff too, working their way through their music or their artwork or their you know, comedy or whatever it is that they're creating, their, their sculptures, their paintings, and um, just out on the edge of thought and emotion and being revered by people and they're just, they don't even understand how this is happening to themselves, right, you know, or why it matters. It's very interesting. But I find that humor and creating things, and as someone who's got anxiety, it helps so much for me tactically. I, I like creating things, making things, fixing things. And, um, you know, I love telling jokes and get that timing and laughter. What's the, what, what's the best thing for depression? What's the best medicine? I don't know. I'm kind of a fan of shaking my ass. See? Humor. See? Yeah, you like dancing, and that's the same I thing. I humor this is... and dancing and singing, but to mm-hmm. me, like, 
Well, you've seen me do it. You got to chuck it in the fuck it bucket, and sometimes yep. you throw on some Bob Marley, and you go splash around in a puddle in your court clothes, because that's, right. that's just what you do, because it feels well, good. Well, you got to release right. things. You know, we have to release, you know, we Gus and I have talked about this. It's interesting to be, feel deeply uh, as a man. It's it's different for, it, or it feels different for guys um, to be able to emote and um, <clears throat> freely. And as empaths, we absorb a lot of shit. You know, as men, men also are, we try to, we want to be fixers. We want to fix things all the time. Oh, and, yeah, Mary did want and so, you know, we want to fix and we want to help, and we tend to get in trouble with that sometimes too. So, uh, and as empath, I found I found that it's sometimes it's hard to release as much as I absorb. I thought we were talking about one time. I think you remember that because we talked about like the guy from the Green Mile. You know, he would absorb. He would absorb all that evil around him. He would feel it. He would know it was there. Right. And we know it, we feel it. And I, you know, I've told you this, like, and I think the Gus has even experienced me be, probably turn into a different person in front of an attorney that has harmed my mother. And it was kind of, it was kind of a thing. And, um, I knew that I, I had a demon in front of me and he had just testified on the stand and lied, um, and harmed my mom and continued the harm. And then had the nerve to, walk past me in the hallway and say, hey, Jeff, how are you? Like, he knew me. So I had, oh, I had, it was kind of interesting. I had just dialed Gus, and he answered the phone, and I think I was calling this guy every vile name. <laughs> and I just turned into a different person. But it's just this, I, I, I feel like a warrior, it's, and it's an automatic thing when I see someone doing harm to someone. And I just, oh, I, wanted to throw, I wanted to throw that man, I, I'm going to be honest, I, I'm going to be honest, I wanted to throw that man, I wanted to throw that man down the steps. And I would have had absolutely no problem doing that, and then running down the steps and jumping on top of him. For what he's done to my handicapped mother, right? But I also know that is an absolute, that is not a crazy thing to think or say or anything else. It is an absolutely normal response to someone doing harm to someone else. I'm not going to stand there and film it. I'm going to try to stop it from happening. And that's where, you know, we have to really start doing that for each other. We have to start standing in the gap a little bit more because what, what's happened is with all this programming, all these things going on, and all this tr- sickness, and all this stuff that people are having, and and all this, all there's this all this, this detachment now um, from emotions. And I, you know, I, humor, getting out in the woods and just sitting there, <laughs> you know, those things, plugging in like that and grounding, are some are just fantastic. Uh, things to just cut through it all. I love doing that. And I feel that it's something that needs to be done because we, we get we get programmed into other things. Well, and we get detached. Nowadays we're just so detached with all these cell phones. And I shit. know people who don't detach from electronics for 
I know I know people who just don't detach Ever. at all. They leave. Right. Like I left home tonight. The only thing that made me like anxious about not having my my phone, I left home without my phone tonight because I had to rush it from the tree stand and feed Piggy and do all this stuff and then get ready for my husband to come home so he can come in. We can go drop his truck off and then we leave and we get down the road and I realize about a quarter mile away from the house, shit out of my cell phone. Well, I really didn't care because it's not like I'm going to look at it in driving down the road, especially in the dark. Not that I don't glance at the phone because it reads shit to me, so my phone talks to me. So I shut all that down when it's dark because it messes with me too much at night anyway. But, you know, like, I forgot it, and then my big stress was, oh, shit. I'll guarantee you, like, probably ten minutes, you know, like the minute we left, my husband tried to call me, and I'm not answering the phone. So he's like, why the fuck are you answering the phone? And it's like, because I don't have my cell phone with me. And, you know, so that was my only stress was like, ah, shit. And then I'm like, why are you all stressed out? Because, like, once you get there, you just say, shut the fuck up. I didn't have my cell phone. Like, not that I have to tell him to shut the fuck up. But, you know, um, and and so, but we, we, we stress about these things. And, of course, I've gotten better because as I've learned I'm an empath, as I've gotten into my healing journey with people and things, I have to, like, close off of electronics. Um, sometimes because I need to, just because it's a good thing. Sometimes I need to just because i got to think. Sometimes I need to because I've got to get tinctures done and there's no way I can multitask. And multitasking is bullshit. I can't be trying to answer important questions for people and then trying to make my tinctures I can't you know there's all I I realize I have lots of limitations and I think that's been a beauty of you know turning I'll be 46 next month so you know 46 is learning hey I can't do it all and that's okay and you know what I kind of want to be a champion of hey I'm this chick and guess what I can't do it all and I don't want to do it all but I'm pretty proud of the shit I do do and I think we kind of need to get to this movement of being kind of an average person. Is Listen, an okay you said thing. doo-doo and movement, like within, like, three words of each other. You can't do that. No. <laughs> I did. Doo-doo but... and movement. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Go gargle nuts. That voodoo that you do. That voodoo that you do, who do. Uh-huh. So, anyway, you know, um, we all have to realize we can't do everything, and we're going to, I just, you know, we, we're we so in tune with feeling out of tune, and we're so in tune with being exhausted and upset and not feeling Amen. great right. and feeling spread thin. And we have to recognize we don't have to feel that way. And it's okay to feel like you're a pretty mediocre person. Like, mediocrity isn't such a bad thing. Like, you can still accomplish really great shit. I think There's I no accomplished really There's great no such shit, thing. but I think we're I'm actually, a We're actually, each person. and every one of us is a goddamn miracle. Huh? That's the truth of it. Each and every one of us is a... Freaking miracle. Well, and we are. That's the but truth I of it. I think that we and should celebrate mediocrity. I feel <laughs> like 
I'm your average Joe and pretty mediocre. But I feel I feel pretty fucking awesome about my yeah, life but... and how things are going. And I'm pretty fucking mm. happy with being mediocre. And it's taken a long time to go, you know what? I kind of, I'm okay with this. Well, you saying you're mediocre. You see what I mean? This is, this is kind of, and you're absolutely full of shit. Okay? And I, I don't mind saying it to you. That is your opinion of you. That is absolutely not my opinion of you. No, but I, I get it, but that doesn't, but that doesn't, what I'm trying to say is, your view of you and what mediocrity is might not be mine, right? All, that's all I'm saying. So I get what you're saying. In other yeah, words, don't, don't be hard on yourself. I think it's a great thing. But I'm not thing. being hard on I'm not, though. I want no, no, no. You're saying, no, you're saying not to be hard away, on though, from the mediocrity. Dana, hold on. Dana, hold on. What I'm saying is, well, I'm, I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying that. Your view of you at media, I get what you're saying, celebrate mediocrity, because it's, in other words, don't be hard on yourself. Be okay with who you are. That's, yeah. a, a, that's the fine message. But you are <clears throat> far from fucking mediocre. That's my point. And you are, that's why, and that's kind of why, you know, I think it's really important that we sit here and listen to you, you know, and listen to your, the information that you share, and we, all, we bounce things off each other, and, and we learn things from each other. Um, because you are far, I am not mediocre. Um, I, I, you wouldn't know it if you met me, maybe, but you might know it, and it doesn't matter to me. That's what's important, is that it doesn't matter if you're mediocre, if you think you're mediocre, if you don't think you're mediocre. You're, you're, you're a miracle, no matter what. Right. Well, like, I mean, you cut yourself and, and your body heals. You cut yourself and your body heals. The way we recreate it is it's an amazing thing. The way the things work inside you, if you really sit down and thought about it, you know, as you're being depressed about something, about how your heart beats. I literally was in, telling Gus the other day, um, I took a bath the other day, and I you know, had my ears underwater, and, and, and I just started hearing, listening to my heartbeat, and I realized, man, I have not been good to you, you know? I've really put you through a lot of shit, and you've been really fucking good to me. I'm talking to my heart. Right. And I have, I've, never, I've never done that. Well, I have, maybe, but not like this, but not like this. Yeah. And, and I said, you know, and I named all the shit I've done to it, right? And I, and, I, and I mentioned that it saved my life at every fucking beat. That's what my heart's done for me since the moment it started beating. It saved my life. At every beat, <clears throat> I got to take care of that a little bit better than I have. I smoked for years. I've been through a lot of stress. I've broken that heart multiple times. So, you know, when I did, it was a kind of a breakthrough for me when, you know, I, that happened. Like, holy shit. You know? Absolutely. Wow. You know, you, take, you think about the numbers I, 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 of times I've done harm to my heart um, as opposed to doing, to helping it. You got to turn that around. So oh, yeah, that, no, I've kicked that's my a, that's body something that's an, way you know, more than a, I've helped it through the years. So you know what I mean. I'm so I said to myself, that's something I got to focus on a little bit. I'm on bit, the you know? IOU big body training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you because I have tortured. But you know what? That's a great thing because that IOU when you start paying that IOU back, 
you're taking mm-hmm. care of yourself. You're really, really, really. If you're if you're doing everything, you know, if you're making a conscious effort to do things to. Um, oh yeah, only, like going to you benefit your heart. If you're only to. trying to benefit, then you're on the right road. <laughs> Me going yeah, to bed right. early when I don't want to. <laughs> right. I get up. And no, like ask, like you're chucking it in the bucket. So, no, actually, like chucking it in the bucket bucket and dancing yeah, in a puddle. I'm a That's the stuff. That's the stuff. So we've been going, and I know we're getting close. I actually found a working clock and looked, and I'm like, oh my god, we have like 20 minutes. And I totally want to make sure that, yay, because I'm I can't get my computer to apparently work right. But if there's anybody listening. And maybe Eric's out there, and maybe others. And there was somebody who played the clever song, which I loved that. I was like, oh, that was hilarious. So, but if anybody wants to chime in and and, and participate, that's I would love to hear that. Yeah, star uh, star six to unmute yourself. Is that star dude? Air, is headquarters here? Is head, no, headquarters? I don't see headquarters. No. And. Uh, and if I hope he's all right. If, you know, some people are only on their computer. They're listening to the call through their computer. If you've got a question, just type it into the chat because I, I monitor the chat, and I'll ask, uh, I'll ask Dana or Jeff or, or yeah, whoever, whatever the yeah. question is. Yes, is great. I, I can't multitask. I can't, like, look at the computer very long or look at the... Well, I'm I'm not. You guys are doing all. You know, you guys are no, doing No, I know. I look at that. And and I, I start walking around and looking at other shit and bouncing <laughs> on one foot. And do I? You guys would get a heat if there's a video camera in here. Me sniffing up these weird tincture smells and bouncing on feet and. We may have a light night tonight since I posted the wrong. Posted the wrong link. <clears throat> wow, that was a link that I put together. I, I put the link together for the Alaska group, which is the show that's going on tomorrow night, and uh, I copied and pasted some of the information over because it's a lot of the same stuff that you know I repeat over and over again, and somehow. And I knew about the link. I had, I thought I had changed. Oh, I know it, you saw. You said, the, "Don't use that one," and I didn't think I used that <laughs> one, but maybe I used that you, one. No, no, you didn't. That that was a separate uh, issue. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, <laughs> it's just a lot of little it. things to check. Yeah. So it's a lot to check when you're posting things. You have hyperlinks and you have connections and you get things that go to, you know, the other part of the website and things that go to a, grade, about Jeff or about so Dana. Here. What's that? I said all way above my pay grade, which is why, like, I am so thrilled you're here because I sure the hell wouldn't be here if it weren't for you. <laughs> well, you know, it, it's, what, uh, it's what you were just saying, you know. Not everybody's a Wayne Gretzky or a Michael Jordan or, right. you know. Yeah, but if you do something and you do it fairly well, just keep doing it. You know, people call me up all the time. It's, you know, I really love the website and you know, and it's awesome. You know, and I'm wondering, I was how come you don't have exploding one? Exploding a tincture all over a wall and my work desk and yeah. Oh, I exploded it's, some shit today. Yeah, so that's, that's how ivory soap was, was was made. Huh? Ivory soap was an accident. Yeah. 
Yeah, the guy the guy fell asleep. He was making he was trying a new formula on soap. He fell asleep and he woke up and it was all foam. And that's Boom. how Ivory Soap came about. Well there you go. But, yeah, it's, there it is. But like, yeah, if you keep later. if you don't stop and you keep doing what you're doing, um you know, it's, I, you know, you you can accomplish a great deal of stuff over a, a period of time if you just continue to do it. Yeah. I think Hold on to that create, when you're creating stuff. That, a, that's right. The happy accidents, man. Yeah. You, you never yeah. know where that you know that you're holding on to that thread for dear life, hoping That's that right. something good's going to come out of it. And next thing you know, you find yourself you know, in the midst of a of a wonderful thing. But you got to you know you just got to keep holding on. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So the, right. uh, the the yeah, the website do we is redress tonight. No, I don't see Eric on here. Uh, we got Money Mike and, and some guests that, that are on the uh, yeah Mike got on, on the, earlier on the board. Yeah, Mike is on. Uh, it is a it is a quiet night. We got Thanksgiving this you know in a couple of days and yeah, heck yeah. But hopefully some folks will tune in and listen and and you know kind of come back and recognize that you know inflammation. So no matter what you're experiencing. You've got inflammation going on in your body. And so yeah. whatever you've got going on, we got to start reducing that inflammation. Um, you know, and for mental health things, the most powerful path to our brain is through our gut. Um, you know, and we have to recognize that, you know, with our gut, the intestinal wall is kind of like the border to the outside world. Um, and, and so because the gut is where things from the outside, like food, you know, is absorbed into our bodies, the intestinal wall is designed to handle, um, you know, many kinds of interactions with many kinds of foreign matter. Um, and so, you know, it, it makes sense that most, in, in addition to, our mental health or neurotransmitters, it also makes sense that most of our immune cells are also located in the gut. So, you know, that's, you know, our gut is home to our microbiome, and that's the trillions, and I mean trillions, of, of beneficial microbes that live inside our gastrointestinal tract. Um and so, you know, when we get sick, when there's um, potential threats like, oh, gosh, the DM, whatever that lettuce is, the big, uh, oh, hell, there's some lettuce infected with E. coli again. Yeah, but the E. coli is the problem. Wash your lettuce. I can't, I e. coli, can't e. e. coli is always a problem. Everybody should be washing their lettuce anyway. It's, I don't care. Right, right, I, right. It's like, to, right. Me, I don't, I, to me, they do this shit. It's, and it's oh romaine lettuce is now romaine lettuce, lettuce is bad. It's the big tall <laughs> wide lettuce. I just can't think of what the hell the name romaine. of it is. Yeah, romaine. And now all of a sudden that romaine lettuce great is bad. Tacos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess they tend to shit in romaine lettuce fields more than others. I'm not really sure because romaine lettuce seems to be 
<laughs> getting a lot of outbreaks, and, you know, I don't know. I don't know if they need to give those folks more potty breaks or what the freak the different the, the, the deal is, but it seems to me people are shitting in the field. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't. I don't understand what the the gig is. Why? I mean, romaine lettuce is consistently an issue, and it shouldn't be. <laughs> and that's why we need to, you know, the idea of small farms has gone to the wayside. You know, if if small farmers are folks who have like a hundred cows or less, maybe two hundred cows. When you start getting beyond 200 head of livestock, that's a significant amount of waste and food and all kinds of shit you have to take care of. Um, and and so when people do it, whether they're farming for themselves, they have it's a very small scale. You farm what you can use. You don't take up more resources than what are the available and then what you need and you farm that way when far bigger farms come in they begin to take over and they begin to do things that are not in the best interest of people because they are now looking at a big time farm versus looking at individuals and 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 so you know when we begin looking at eating local that's a very important thing. One, because of the microbes, when we eat things that are grown in the soils that are nearest to where we live, the more beneficial they are to us. It 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 works with our intestinal flora, our gut flora better. Um, we are used to what <laughs> the toxins that are in in the ground and. and and I can go on and on. I know we're getting close to time, but, you know, again, it's, you know, people need to get back to just eating as local as they can. Folks could could spend, and I know for some $100 is a lot, but you could literally spend 100 bucks and and grow damn near a whole garden, just even if you can't grow. Like I have a friend in uh, a part of St. Louis, who can't grow anything in the ground because essentially their homes were built on a toxic waste dump. There have been underground chemical fires burning for the last, I don't know, eight or ten years. Um, If you don't believe me, look up like underground fires, St. Louis, Missouri, it'll pop up. Um, and, And so then they turned kind of the toxic waste dump area behind the neighborhoods over the years into this beautiful living space for, you know, mid-level couples who want to spend a few hundred thousand on a home, nestled, you know, around a beautiful lake and park, all complete with toxic waste spread into your dirt. I grew up. I grew up right down the road from one of the it was one of the first super fun sites in in New Jersey and we played on that dump. We got bicycle parts from that dump. And I remember there was guys in white suits <laughs> cleaning that up. 
Oh my God! And uh, it's there's a uh, you, you can look that up. It's on New Road in Kendall Park, New Jersey. Um, and the radius around there, the amount of cancer uh, that my friends have had and died from, pretty amazing. <clears throat> my my one uh, one friend who went, we used to go ride our bicycles there all the time. Lived on the road, and he had a every year he did a Halloween thing where he had a haunted. Um, they did this thing through the forest where he had a haunted trail, and he he's been dead for a long time now. Over over ten or probably ten years now, eight years anyway. Thanks. So, it's interesting if we just look back and you know, like you said, go look, go go see for yourself. You don't know until you look, right? Yeah, let's, oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. Let's... But like you know, because I was like, oh, I'll send you this seed and this seed. And, you know, I was like, oh, I'll send you these things. You can grow them. She was like, oh, girl, no, I don't grow anything in the dirt here. She's like, I'd have to go into pots. And I'm like, why? Like, and I was thinking That's it was a back issue. You know, like, oh, you can't bend down that far. And she was like, no, you know, the ground's toxic. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, like, literally these underground fires have been burning for years. And then, What's, you know, the interesting thing is, is today her daughter is having, oh, well, now I found out not just a portion of her pancreas. They had to take a whole lot more than they thought because six months ago she went in with, you know, gastrointestinal issues. They released her from the ER with, uh, you know, pancreatitis, who knows, whatever didn't really do anything, and six months later, she went back to the ER with more intestinal issues and, you know, hurt and pain, and, oh, wow, fuck, yeah, you got a great big old mass, you know, like six, like four centimeters on your pancreas, so it was nothing six months ago, and so today she's in, having probably about a third of her pancreas, and then they decided to take a little bit more, and her spleen, um, and then they're going to, you know, chemo and chemo and radiate. And, you know, I just can't help but think, wow, well, she was living right on top of that toxic dump. And she's a young gal. Pancreatic cancers are typically something in older folks. And she's younger than I am. She's in her early 30s. Michael Landon had pancreatic cancer and died young. Um, there's actually been a lot of, quite a few people that were young when they died. But I've also heard a lot of things, a lot of good things as far as healing uh, pancreatic cancer too. Uh, it can be, but it's just once you take that much of your pancreas and you take the spleen, you have no way to fight infection, and you're definitely a diabetic, and you're pretty much fucked with eating food. I mean, you know, like, she's got a long road. Now, can she, if she does a lot, but right now she is on the cut, burn, you know, toxify. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, so they're going to do the surgery, and then they're going to do chemo, and then they're going to do radiation. And, and then we'll, we'll go from there. And, 
you know. Wow. So there's hopefully she'll, I'm giving her all the information I can to help her recognize that she can blend the various forms of therapy that she's going to choose to do. Just she was in surgery this evening, so we'll see. But yeah, there's, you know, we we all have to be mindful of what's going on around us, and recognize that organic really doesn't mean a whole lot anymore. And organic doesn't necessarily mean healthy. I mean, they have organic spaghettios in a can for Christ's sake. <laughs> they they wow. even have green on the label. It's so special. I I. I Please, please Google the organic spaghettios. It just is astounding that those. You know, you know what? I have two words for them. Fuck you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, but you know, unfortunately, living in the U.S., they couldn't burst know, into flames fast enough. Well, but you know, living in shit. the U.S. and it's it's very interesting, and of course, it it depends on where you live in the world, but certainly Europe has the most strict which they have mm, close to 3,000 products they've banned in, like, chemicals and cosmetics. And Canada has about 1,000, and the United States has a handful. So, you know, the U.S. has a ways to go um, with protecting people. And you know that when places like Russia... And other countries don't want to accept our food or certain things because they're GMO. I mean, no offense yeah. against China, don't, but a lot of countries don't, don't want to deal with us. China, but guess what? Russia doesn't want wheat from us. <laughs> I understand that. It's not wheat. Hey, we're uh, we're at the we're at the top of the hour and pretty much out of time. If anybody's got a quick question that they want to ask, uh, star six to unmute yourself. We'll wait for another few seconds, but uh, unmute yourself and just jump in right now. Otherwise, uh, we're going to wrap this up. And, uh, yeah, we're going to be back here. Uh, Let's see. Next Hands-On Health is going to be December 4th. And uh, and then I'm trying to... What's that, Dana? Oh, I said that's my birthday week. Oh, cool. I'm trying to uh, get a lot of stuff done before the end of the year. And, and, you know, it's the holidays and all that stuff. So the uh, the next law show is on December 12th, and the next health show is going to be December 4th. And uh, probably do one more show of each before the end of the year, sometime right before Christmas. And then we'll get back on schedule sometime in mid-January after everybody's had a chance to recover. <laughs> and please give <clears throat> feedback. Anything you all want to hear, anything you want us to cover, um, we'll sure try to do it. I mean, and, and gosh, what we don't know about, we'll tell you, God damn it, we don't know about it. And if we do, we'll tell you what we know. We, we're armed with enough to be dangerous. We're not medical professionals. Um, but we know some things, right, Jeff? We know some things. And Good so, call. Hey, Mike, uh, 
That, that's Mike. Uh, hey, Mike, you got a show going on th- on Thursday on Thanksgiving? Yeah, two small announcements to that. Uh, first announcement is uh, Angela Stark's call will not be uh, be doing on uh, Thanksgiving. She's uh, having dinner with her family or her son or whatever. But uh, I'll be doing the call in her place at the time that she normally does, uh, 9 Eastern. Uh, what's so uh, what's your talk show number? 142. Three zero six. Four two three zero six. All right. And uh, Jeff, Dana, any any last words before? I, knock no, I just hope everybody down? has a great holiday. <clears throat> and, uh, I hope everybody eats really well and has some good food and has friends and family and love. That's what I hope for. So thanks for coming tonight and listening. Yeah, thanks for being here. And if you guys, um, if anybody has something that they'd like us to cover, either for them or for a friend that they wish to share a recording with in the future, please let us know because we'll, we're willing to talk about whatever you want to hear about because that's what we're here for. And all I have to say is just be the good and be the helper and be the change you seek. Amen to that. You guys have a great Thanksgiving. Have a great Thanksgiving. Thank you guys so much, and I appreciate you all so much. I love you, Dana. Thanks, Jeff. Love you guys. Thanks, Joe. Bye.